Is Bitcoin going to reclaim 25,000 US dollars, NFTs on Litecoin, and is Solana back from the dead? That and more in the crypto market talk this week. In this week's episode, we will talk about Bitcoin and Ethereum, of course, and then we'll have a look onto Litecoin as well. And at the end, we will also discuss Solana and Polygon. But first, let's start with Bitcoin because some interesting stuff is happening here. And I want to quickly jump right into the chart. We can see here we have been trying this 25,000 US dollar line about three times now, maybe four here even. And the question is, will it break? Now, the problem is, and I'm jumping back to the news story here, we have around 2,500 Bitcoin in sell orders stacked between 24.8 and 25.3 on the BTC USDT pair. And that, of course, is a big reason why maybe the 25,000 region is not going to break, but will be a major rejection line. It says here it could be for three reasons, actual sell orders, and secondly, orders to suppress price to fill orders before pulling them or buying them into them later. Or on third space, we have orders to walk the price down. Now, very interestingly, a lot of traders are comparing this Bitcoin price action to uh, July 21. So 25,000 Bitcoin is very alike 31,000 US dollar Bitcoin in July 21. Bitcoin might go above it in a fake out, but likely retest lower support before consolidation and resume to the uptrend. So what the trader here is essentially saying that we've had here a 2018 cycle all time high, for example, then it went down, it went down, it went down, and then he's essentially referring to this spot right here in June, uh, July uh, 21, saying that this could be essentially the next 25,000 US dollar Bitcoin. Now, if we jump to the next news story, it says here very provocatively, if you bought Bitcoin after 2015, you've likely lost money. And of course, it comes from BIS, from the Bank of International Settlements. They're claiming sophisticated Bitcoin investors have made money, but most retail buyers have lost out. Now, they're, of course, arguing that 69,000 US dollars in price point is a tough one to crack, especially considering now that the Bitcoin price is around 24,000 US dollars. They're saying that most buying volume took place when Bitcoin was above 30,000. So they're currently at last. At the moment, Bitcoin is trading for around 25, down 64% from its all-time high above 69,000. Now, interestingly, and that there I have to give kudos, they actually took the data on major crypto trading platforms over August 2015 up until December 22. And they show that as a result, a majority of crypto app users in nearly all economies made losses on their Bitcoin holdings. Now, of course, again, you have to kind of extend the timeline here as well considering that most retail users have bought in at the top. I absolutely see that, but with the idea, hopefully, that they are expecting the Bitcoin price to go higher. And once it reaches around 100K, 200K or something like this, people will be again, once again, very happy. And that will bring in another kind of wave of retail investors. So in a down market, in a bear market, a lot of retail investors, unfortunately, will burn their fingers and hands. And it always happens. 
trends it this also happens with stocks so in my opinion comparing this to um to the the price loss that they have currently on paper or realized is a bit unfair but again it's about seven years of um, data that they're looking at so not too bad of a report but again the bank for international settlements was never really very bullish on bitcoin now looking at the bitcoin price once again we've talked about this 25,000 line around 25.2 here that i've marked has been rejected around three to four times already and for me kind of the next big thing would be essentially reclaim this 25.2 so that we're at least safe on there and then afterwards i would look at around 26.3 to uh, to long between 25.3 up until 26 and then it will be interesting whether this will get rejected or not because we don't have a lot of kind of um, resistance here could very well even go up until uh, 26.9 thousand us dollars so expect a very interesting long opportunity here but once again since yesterday on monday was president's day in the us no trading happened there in the stock market so it will be interesting to see how the stock market will perform Next up, we have Ethereum and we're jumping right into once again the Ethereum trading chart. Looking here and here Cameron Foos is saying actually this is a bull trap also for Bitcoin, also for Ethereum. And he's saying this bull trap will get rejected. And even once it gets rejected, it will cause the biggest downturn, which it normally happens in um, bull traps. Now, this is just one part of the equation. The other part, and in my opinion, the more more important part ethereum becomes the most deflationary since the merge so if we look at this statistic right here we have here of course the merge that happened since uh, around 157 days here and we have seen here 0.056 percent per year and that's in the negative meaning that we are removing ethereum out of the ecosystem and that essentially means ethereum is de facto deflationary that may be uh, the reason why it will soften the blow around the shanghai hard fork you remember we talked about this the shanghai hard fork will cause ethereum 2 withdrawals and that in turn of course could cause a sell-off on ethereum side but again because it's deflationary maybe this will soften the blow once again for the shanghai hard fork now how is it looking on the terms of the uh, trading part we can also maybe quickly remove this range right here and have a very similar picture but on the other side we're testing kind of retest the support here at 1681 and then for us the next bigger part would be around 1800 maybe even a bit higher at around 1831 this would be a very interesting zone if you want to kind of long the bounce from here up until 1031 could be an interesting trade for sure but again we have to wait on how the stocks will behave Next up, we're talking NFTs and we're talking about Litecoin. Yes, in the same sentence. And as I've mentioned, the Bitcoin NFTs, very similarly, the Litecoin NFTs have come as well. 
Some people have forked the quote from Bitcoin and what they've used to create the first ever NFT is the so-called Mimble Wimble upgrade white paper, which has been created as an NFT on Litecoin. Now, Litecoin as a platform was always considered to be the faster brother of Bitcoin and also more of a test network for the Bitcoin network. So every kind of feature change or technology change that would happen on Litecoin would then move on to Bitcoin. But now this in this part, it was actually vice versa. So it came later to Litecoin. And what we're seeing here is that a lot of people are expecting also the Litecoin transaction costs to go up. Whether uh, NFTs on Litecoin will be a thing, I'm not completely convinced yet. If I'm being completely honest, in my opinion, it's more on the side of uh, this is a, a, a short term hype that we're seeing also on Bitcoin. I also don't see a lot of people talk about Bitcoin NFTs for about two, three days now. So maybe the hype has died down and maybe once uh, in if we look at the future in a year or so this will be the de facto future so very very difficult to say at this stage but in my opinion litecoin and nfts again not really a huge thing now if we look at the chart though the litecoin chart looks very interesting we've had a trend line here that got broken and we are creating a new trend line essentially around the 1393 uh, us dollar line so very well that this trend uh, window essentially will continue as long as the chart is staying inside. Usually the Litecoin price is always a predecessor of the Bitcoin price. So if Litecoin pumps, usually we do see a Bitcoin pump as well. And this is essentially what we've experienced here as well. So from the bottom here, we've seen a Litecoin pump, then a correction and then another kind of Litecoin pump together hand in hand with Bitcoin. Next up, we're talking Solana because Solana is soaring once again. We remember even looking at Solana at around seven US dollars and thinking about maybe this is the ultimate long position that we could take. And currently Solana is booming, not because of NFTs or anything else, but specifically because of the Helium network. Now Helium was a decentralized network that wanted to have kind of a, a distributed phone network, a wireless network all around the world. And they have built their own blockchain with their own hardware devices and so on. And currently this has moved on to Solana. Quite interesting whether this will actually work out and how it will work out. Obviously people are expecting lower transaction costs and faster transactions, which are very essential when it comes to a distributed network. In my opinion, this could be another kind of try of Solana to get back on its feet. And if we jump into the chart right here, you remember in November, this major drop here and then the lowest point here at the around 747 and since then an interesting trend line has been in play here and we have to see whether it will retest the trend line here lower so around 22 us dollars could be a potential retest and then if we respect the trend line we will probably go higher now let's up uh, last up we have uh, polygon polygon is interesting because right now the fifth largest holder of polygon tokens is a little known chinese crypto project 
but it's a multi-level marketing scheme. Now, this could become an issue if there is a crackdown on these type of schemes in China and they are holding around uh, 22 million tokens worth around 22.5 million US dollars. Now, if they get uh, into legal trouble, obviously these tokens would be part of that legal problem as well. And that in turn could cause some problem. They are part of this uh, staking project called Avatar, which is again a multi-level marketing scheme and they are the owners of these polygon tokens however it's not all bad on matic we can also talk about the fact that the nft marketplace rarible is expanding aggregation onto tezos but also onto matic and this essentially means more people deal uh, more people discovering more uh, tokens and nfts on polygon and tezos if we look at the chart here we can see here this is an area we wanted to see kind of hold as support it has broken down since 147 i would like to see this reclaimed until we can see for higher prices at around these regions around 171 this was it from the crypto market talk this week make sure that you subscribe to this channel to not miss any other crypto news i'll see you on the next one